Hello and welcome to Euphoria, our Eurovision podcast about the great, glamorous and garish throughout the history of the wonderful competition that is the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, I'm joined, it's not just me in a room, there is uh, <laughs> someone else in the in the room. Uh, I'm Roland Bodenham and I'm joined by... Isabel Shulman. And each week we will take a look at just some of the amazing stories through the past few decades of Eurovision um, uh, history. Before we start, however, Isabel, uh, as a tradition, as it's our first episode, I'm calling it a tradition, would you like a fine glass of fair trade Malbec? I would indeed. What country is it from? Is it from Europe? <laughs> no, it's from Argentina, so it's oh, entirely the wrong not thing. Fitting. Um, um, yeah, this podcast, we've decided to do it to give a bit of an explanation, is that we bloody love Eurovision. And when I first met Roland, he uh, it was one of the first things we bonded over was the fact that we both loved Eurovision. We went on a holiday for Eurovision. We did. Sadly, not to the country that was... <laughs> no, was we went to Denmark confusing. and it was held in Sweden. Um, so whenever I... Um, tell people yeah we went to Denmark for Eurovision everyone's like for Eurovision that's amazing until okay. oh no no it was hosted it in, in Sweden we just watched it in a bar in Denmark um, that was all so sorry excuse me while I um, I'm just oh <laughs> that, was that was really good <laughs> okay that was nice uh, so just pour out some oh that sounds fake that sounds like a fake plugging <laughs> noise that actually happened it actually real life and again Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> no, I was thinking, if so, I like if I cackle too loud, is it gonna break the microphone? No, you're fine. It'll break people's ears, but I'll have to level it out. So um each week we're the structure that this goes in is um we're gonna catch you you're up. You're so formal. I know <laughs> I'm the formal one and you're just like whatever, it's fine, guys. Just I've been asking out. for the wine as soon as you uh, mentioned the microphones are <laughs> getting out. Um so each week we're gonna have in a few different sections. We're gonna start with the latest Eurovision news um because there will be some every week even at the furthest possible point from the next eurovision then isabel and i are both going to share a story from the history of eurovision that we've discovered that week and research something fun something ridiculous something Outrageous. insane you know eurovision a lot of people think the eurovision song contest is just a bunch of bad songs it's by not. bad singers. It is not that. There is so story. much that goes on behind every single act yeah. in every single year. I think it's incredible. It's the greatest campist extravaganza mm. that it, to happen so regularly it's, and yet not regularly enough. St- That's yeah. my problem with yeah. it. Which it's is every why, year, but it should be ten times. Which a year. is why we're doing this podcast. We bring because a little bit missing. of Eurovision <laughs> to every week. So. That part, that part of the podcast will happen. You'll get a little bit of history. And finally, to finish up the, up the podcast, uh, I have set myself the challenge. Uh, <laughs> he wasn't week. asked to do this. <laughs> he decided himself. <laughs> to uh, write and record a potential Eurovision entry. Now, my theory is goes along the lines with the uh, give a thousand monkeys a thousand typewriters and they'll make Shakespeare. <laughs> 
So the idea is, if is you that just do this often enough, if I do this often enough, one song will be a, and you know, maybe down the line we can crowdsource it because maybe I'll run out of ideas after three songs. Jesus, so yeah. uh, listeners, if you want to send it in, Yes. Send it in. I'm yeah. sh- we'll We don't have any contact details no. yet, but we'll make them. And I'm not thinking I'm not necessarily thinking Great Britain entry. No, Maybe no, 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 no. You go from whatever country Bosnia you want to go Herzegovina. from. I mean, if it could be for the UK, that's great, great because we need some great. help. Yeah. Because but, our you know. entries are awful. Mm. But um, you know, I'm sure that's something FYR really. Mace, whatever you want, mate. So shall we get underway as well? Have you had some wine? It's very nice wine. It's good wine, isn't it? <sighs> yeah, it's all right. It's Malbec. A lovely Malbec. I had a lovely... Um, a lovely um, Malbec. I keep forgetting what it is. I, I basically had a really nice bottle of red wine the other day. <laughs> That's a good story. <laughs> now no red Vital. wine tastes as good. Oh, really? Oh, that good. That. So, Isabel, Eurovision News. We'll put a jingle in here. Eurovision News! Uh, it's not really news. It's it's an update. It's The news has been out there for a little while. So, after Ukraine won last year with the beautiful uh, song by Jamala, 1944. In the most anxiety-ridden, oh stressful results that I have it ever experienced. Incredible. Like, I, now was too, it was too much. It was basically Ukraine a land war by the end of it. It was. It pretty much uh, de- devolved into that. But it was <laughs> It was a beautiful victory. Well-deserved, I think you and I would both say. Yeah. Um, so uh, Kiev has been announced as the host city. Shocker. Yeah, I know. Who'd have guessed it in the Ukraine? That. Do you want to hear a quote from the Deputy Director General Can of the National... Can you name anywhere else in the Ukraine? Uh, I mean, I couldn't. No. That's why it's no, Kiev. Yeah, it's no one Kiev. can. Kiev. Yeah, sorry. Because of the because chi- of the chicken dish, isn't it? Is that because of the chicken dish? That... I hate a Kiev. I'm Is it from Kiev. there? Well, I doubt it. it well, it might be. Um, I don't like a Kiev. Oh, okay. Well, I don't. I don't mind Kiev. I don't, I don't know if place. you've been at, uh, if you've had a really good chicken Kiev. No, I don't think I have. We've gone off the point. I was about to quote. <laughs> de- we'll it's go still off about the point. Kiev. It's yeah, still true. about Kiev. So the venue has only hosted 11,000 spectators. It's a... How many was last year? No idea. No idea. I'm just thinking like sports games. Uh, It means it'll be more intimate. An intimate Mm. Eurovision. Mm. Mm. Welcome to the intimate Eurovision. (laughs) (laughs) Tickets go on sale. uh, By the end... Before the end of 2016. So if you want to go, I wish... I, I don't like not that I've got any beef with Ukraine but if I'm going to go to spend all that money on Eurovision I don't think I want I want it to be a Sweden one yeah like a big one the they, they do well with those don't they but it depends how far off we are we've just had a Sweden it would be hosted. quite it would be quite something to do a Russia one just because it would be like Ooh, terrifying I don't like that danger <laughs> I don't <laughs> want that like danger real terrifying trotting into um, Russia with like a harem of think, gay guys yeah, it's a, it like, sounds like a trap it does, doesn't it? That's the only reason why they try so hard to win each year. That's all. 11,000 tourists went Locking missing. in all the gay guys <laughs> that go Moscow along to it. In 2018. So that's the news. <clears throat> Tickets will be on sale before the end of the year. We'll keep you updated with who, where and when the performers will be. And mm. of course, in the run up to the big event itself, we will be going... Oh, we'll go mental. The, the podcast will be intolerable. Oh yeah, we'll be screeching. Roland gets very high pitched oh when God, he's excited. Jesus Christ. And I don't know, Even by that time we'll be huge. We'll probably be hosting our own event in the Hackney Empire or something. Exactly, similar. that'll be happening so within We've got these months. ambitions. Can't wait. Um, so, uh, who wants to go first? Do you want to go first? You, no, I want you to go first. I want to be more okay, drunk than that makes, doing Because that own. makes sense because then we'll do my song at the end. Um, yes, that's fair. Yeah, does that sound okay? Yes. 
Okay. What's the title? What's the title of yours? <clears throat> uh, oh, have you got like a poetic so title? This, no, but it's just like it explains what it is. So uh, we, we don't we don't know what the other person's mm. doing. We kind of, um, we said like a vague thing of don't look into this part of your vision, yeah, yeah. but we don't actually know what the other no, person's like, talking no about. Idea. Like I'm, no idea. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm really happy with mine. Ooh, I'm really happy with mine. Uh, so mine is a, a multimedia experience. <laughs> Of course um, it is. Of course it is. <laughs> it wouldn't be a Roland one. It wouldn't be. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna begin by playing you a small clip. Okay. You got some ugly people from Finland that don't even have a real makeup artist, and you say and you don't want me because I'm not you know I'm not a slut from Holland and I'm not an ugly fucking old bitch from Sweden. <laughs> what the fuck is that? So oh let. Let me tell you the tale of. Let me tell you the tale of Sylvia Knight. Uh, in February of two thousand and six, Israel, a national radio station in Iceland called Raz Two voted a woman called Sylvia Knight Iceland's sexiest woman. Oh, hello. Now Sylvia's bio. Uh, on her website, describes her as an aspiring model, singer, and a movie star. Uh, aspiring. And, and, yeah, aspiring. Aspiring. That's and never good when you see that. that her favourite foods are sushi and feta cheese. Not together, I hope. That's <laughs> disgusting otherwise. Uh, Separately, that's fine. The interesting thing, though, uh, is that uh, a woman called Augusta Eva... I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> you could just make them yeah, all up. Uh, ...came in fourth place in the same competition... And what makes that odd is that Augusta and Sylvia are, in fact, the same woman. Yeah. So a woman in Iceland was two positions in the sexiest woman. That's got to be an ego boost, isn't it? But (laughs) did everyone know that it was the same woman? So they did. Sylvia was an alter alter ego of Augusta. um, And it was a character created by Augusta Augusta, uh, to highlight some of the worst elements in society. Oh, um, Jesus, however, it's very meta. I know, I, I know. However, obviously, as Sylvia was voted ahead of, uh, of the Augusta, real it, human. It, it becomes clear that sort of the crit, oh, is that why the, she goes mental? The well, the the uh, character was becoming bigger than the own creator. Uh-oh. So I found a little blog online uh, to give a, a little bit of perspective from someone called Devin Tate. Whether that's a real name or not is, uh, I don't know. Uh, and this is from 2007. So I had to go way back into the archives of the internet for this one. He, Devin, is that a he name? I know a girl called Devin. Oh, she, he, Might be. they. 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 That's much more, I that's know, much friendly. fairer, isn't it? They We're just, friendly to all on this podcast. Oh, God. Come on. I mean... Come on, guys. You clicked, on, you clicked on Eurovision. Like we you not be? <laughs> We're very gender inclusive. Uh, so, in this blog, which I liked, um, it, uh, they described how they discovered Sylvia and I on a trip to Iceland. Uh, quote... From the cover of the in-flight magazine to the huge billboards all over town, Sylvia was everywhere with her red, black and white striped hair, drag queen makeup and outrageous garb. I love the sound of Sylvia. Yeah, I know. And then uh, they write, But what was she? It was hard to determine why she was so famous or what she had done to become so omnipresent. So, Sylvia... That's how I feel about James Corden. (laughs) Are we we're going there straight away. Oh, I feel like he's so omnipresent. <laughs> How has that happened? He does have billboards everywhere. Everywhere, it's terrifying. 
No, we hear his song on that bloody Sainsbury's oh, he, He's unavoidable. Um, so, so in 2006, Sylvia entered the National Eurovision Entry Selection in Iceland uh, with a song called Congratulations. Um, the lyrics, which at the time were in Icelandic, um, talked about how lucky Icelanders were that she was born in Iceland, that she was going to win the contest for them <laughs> because, because she was better than all of the other contestants. And obviously because of that, <laughs> she won the competition and, uh, and was the official entry for Iceland for the Eurovision Song Contest 2006. Um, the blogger actually went back after she'd been selected to Reykjavik Pride, which mm-hmm. I'm sure is that sounds fabulous, a- amazing, that sounds great. Uh, so Sylvia had had won the competition, but she hadn't Eurovision hadn't happened yet. So in, in that in betweeny bit, and he, he uh, they write um, when we got there, the country was officially in a state of Sylvia mania. The song "Congratulations" was everywhere. You couldn't go into a bar and not hear it. Everyone knew the words. Even the even the drag queens from Norway had worked up a routine to congratulations. Although Sylvia herself was not at Pride, her drag queen doppelganger more than made up for it. Mm. Mm. So Iceland had gone Sylvia mad by this Sylvia time. is nowhere to be seen. Well, 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 Sylvia was on her way to Athens, Greece, which is where the Eurovision was being held. Okay. That, yeah, this is 2006. I think just two years after the Olympics. So Athens has gone from Olympics to, to the to the actual, to the actual greatest, like the be- yeah, the real the way of telling who the is Eurovision. the best country in the world. Yeah. Um, so um, you can't take steroids to make you crazy good at Euro pop music. No, but I'm you can don't get Euro cheats. That's what you don't get. <laughs> get Olympic <laughs> cheats. Yeah, you do. You do. I'm never going to have my heart broken. the most legitimate by Dynam International. No, do you get your heart broken by an Olympian? Many <laughs> every day. <laughs> Those fucking Olympians. Um, so obviously, I guess I'm guessing everyone knows how the intricacies of Eurovision. If you're listening to a Eurovision podcast, but obviously the UK and four other countries get a free pass into the final. However, we got the money. Because we give out the money. <laughs> we get all we'll the see money. See how long that lasts. I don't know if we'll have enough money at some point. <laughs> this is genuinely. It's my. It's been my greatest fear yeah, ever won't. since leaving the EU was like started being discussed is that if that happens when that happens mm. um, is that we're not allowed to be in Eurovision anymore <laughs> Tur- Turkey's in it Australia's in it I know but we'd have to actually start competing and we're not good which means we wouldn't get through to the finals oh, if we actually had to compete in the semi-finals every year we wouldn't get in no no way no way no way Norway oh shit that's, our, that's my favourite <laughs> that's my favourite Eurovision chant <laughs> No way, Norway. Because normally do I find you, it really obnoxious. Do you really chant that? Yeah, we shout it at the TV every year. Oh wow, I missed that last year. I was I was probably screaming too much. Um, <laughs> so um, Iceland had to get through the semi-final. Uh, contra- however, controversy struck before the semi-final itself happened. Um, during her technical runs, she acted. Uh, really rude, <laughs> really, very, really, very, very rude, rude to the technicians. I'm just going to play you. This is a little bit of audio that was taken from oh the, rehe- the behind the scenes rehearsals. Um, and this is between songs and, and, and Sylvia is asking them to play the song so she can rehearse. Okay, I said play it, it means play, please. Then we're going to do Fuck it. Fuck you, play a fucking song. song. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> she was. She was. Sylvia is yeah, a bitch. Yeah. She she went on to describe the technical team as fucking amateurs, and then when in a press junket. This is like the Eurovision version of when Christian Bale went mental yeah, that serious. lighting guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, she it. in in the press junket. She <laughs> she ordered the uh, journalist not to look her in the eyes. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh no, that's exactly what Christian Bale did. Oh my God! Oh, yeah, don't look at no, me. No, he did that is same it? thing. Well, this was in two thousand six. When was when was the Christian Bale thing? Maybe he was just like he was just referencing. It was all an art piece of him <laughs> pretending to be Sylvia Knight. Referencing Sylvia Knight from Eurovision. Um, she uh, during rehearsal she also shouted on stage, and I'm not these are, these are now words that I I start to feel uncomfortable with, mm. but I, but I'm going to say it before the course of uh, this is educational purposes. She she said she shouted on stage, um, "Fuck you, you fucking retards," which is which is bad enough, which is which is bad, which is That's awful. Um, the the Greek press uh, misrepresented or, or mistranslated that word as "fuck you, you fucking Greeks." So it inevitably already offended a large proportion of the Greek population, <laughs> which is where it was taking place. Uh, so then, Jeez. another controversy uh, surrounded the English translation of her song because, obviously, in this, the Icelandic uh, vote, she sang an Icelandic version. Um, so in the verse, first verse, she'd uh, when you put your lyrics in for approval or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was written, the vote is in, the vote is in, they say I win. However, in the rehearsals and in the tech rehearsals, she was singing the line, the vote is in, I'll fucking win. Oh, uh, according to Eurovision she's such rules, a badass. I love her. songs should not ca- contain foul language. You can't do no, that. No, um, this in fact resulted in an official warning. And um, Isabel, uh, like a lawyer in an amazing episode of Law and Aura, Order. I actually possess the letter that was sent oh to God. her manager. Can I read Could it? You, can you can read, read it out? out loud? It's like okay. a proper scan. Oh it's got a signature and everything. Oh my God, I love it. Okay, so it says, Subject, lyrics of the Icelandic entry in mm. the ESC 2006. <clears throat> With reference to our recent exchange of mails and telephone calls, I hereby inform you the firm position of the EBU. Not, and that's in bold, not to accept any found language in the Icelandic song or any other of the entries of the Eurovision Song Contest. Should your artist use any foul expression in the song, it would immediately mean a violation of two of the rules for the Eurovision Song Contest 2006. A violation of these rules could lead to, and again in bold, Mm. disqualification from the contest. I strongly urge you as the responsible head of delegation for your country to consider these rules and make sure that your artists will obey them. Yours sincerely, Svante. Um, wow. Yeah, so to which Sylvia Knight responded on a website that she'll fucking say what she fucking wants. <laughs> of course she will, she's a badass bitch and she doesn't give a fuck. So the semi-finals arrived, Isabel. Mm-hmm. Uh, the night is here. And the obviously the press and production team and the Eurovision bods were <laughs> were very nervous as to whether Sylvia would change her lyrics. Is Sylvia gonna say yeah. fuck on TV? The event the event took place <laughs> on Eurovision TV. The question on everyone's uh, lips. <laughs> so the event took place in the Olympic Indoor Hall, which as we were saying was only two years ago was act- was hosting actual Olympics. Now it's hosting Sylvia. The lesser competition. Um, uh, so Sylvia came on to perform and to the relief of the Eurovision organization she did not swear. She instead 
Uh, Yawn. She said, I'll freaking win. Uh, I know, I know. Um, and however, during her appearance, like uh, in the semifinals, a, a big part of the audience and artists from the other countries booed her throughout the whole song. Because they knew she was a bitch. Well, because, yeah, because she'd been, she'd been also saying stuff, and we'll get to that, and she'd been saying stuff about the other contestants that was outrageous. She'd been being a mean girl. She'd been being a mean girl. So they booed her, and sadly, tragically, because this would have been amazing, the voting public didn't appreciate her depravity and ego she came 13th out of 23 which isn't bad See this guys this is why you need to watch the semi-finals <sighs> yeah, oh my god well. because i did not watch the semi-finals back in 2006, 2006. and clearly missed, missed, missed this sylvia you missed some gems if uh, you don't if you don't if you only join for the final she was just three places short of making it to the grand final which really isn't well you know it's not too far off <laughs> Um, and as we know, just to give you some context, the eventual winner that year was the Finnish hard rock horror band Lawsy with their oh, Eurovision Christ, Classic Hard Rock crap, Hallelujah. So Sylvia was out. However, this didn't mean the show was over for her. <laughs> In an outrage, uh, she addressed the media after the show, uh, which is a, which is at the point that we heard that first piece of audio. I'm going to play it again. Yeah, I want to hear it. Okay. You got some ugly people from Finland that don't even have a real makeup artist. And you say, and you don't vote me because I'm not, you know, I'm not a slut from Holland and I'm not an ugly fucking old bitch from Sweden. <laughs> oh, she's got beef with Scandinavia, <laughs> Yeah, she? she hates them. The only so, ones she names are Norway, Finland and Sweden. She hated Did she Sweden. say I'm not a slag? I'm, I'm not, not a, a slut. I'm not a slut. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a slut and I'm not an ugly you fucking bitch like from Sweden. You don't like me because I'm not a slut. Uh, she also claimed that the only... I like you, Sylvia. I know. If you I hadn't know. been mean. Well, the, she claimed that the only reason why the Swedish entry, uh, Carola, or Carola, I suppose. Uh, now, actually, Carola was a, re- a sweet, sweet woman. She'd been doing uh, Sweden's entry for quite a few is years before that. Oh, this is the fucking ugly bitch. It's from Sweden. Yeah. Uh, she actually won it in 1991. <laughs> She's one of the most popular national celebrities in Sweden oh. and frequently speaks about her Christian faith. And oh. uh, and Sylvia claimed that the only reason Carola had qualified was because, because she'd slept with the head of the EBU in a car ahead of the competition. When a journalist said, are you serious? She said, yes, I saw them in a car right outside my hotel. What she's done is terrible and it's her fault I didn't qualify. She's been copying me ever since I got here. Yeah. Shut up. A journalist said to her, this is this is not too good. Why are you saying this? And she replied with, fuck you. And then she said, someone's been spreading lies about me. I think it was your station that's been saying I hate Greece and Greeks. I think Sylvia doesn't tell the truth always. Yeah, yeah. It was your station that said I hate Greece and Greeks. I never said it. And you're a slut and I hate you. I'll sue you. She throws that word around, <laughs> doesn't she? I'll sue you. I'll sue the competition. And you will all go to jail. And she then threatened to throw herself off a bridge. <laughs> Oh my god, this woman's a maniac. How old is Sylvia? I don't, I don't know. This is two thousand and six as well. She, I don't know. Maybe about she, she looked quite, she looked quite young. She had some provocative images of herself. So she, she wasn't. Is, she was like a, she's a lot to contend with. She isn't really she? is. She went really? in big. Sylvia released a debut studio album after this called Goldmine. According to her website, she's, it was one of the largest record contracts in Icelandic music history, which I'm sure Bjork has a thing or two to say. Sure. And I'm sure probably... Sigur Ross. I don't want to be really rude here, but probably her only main competition is Bjork. If you're looking at like... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it's not... Iceland's not a big place. Gold, they make amazing music, yeah. but there can't be that many. Big, yeah. 
big Icelandic, Icelandic music deals going on. I suppose Bjork is... She, it wasn't an Icelandic music. It's the technical terms, isn't it? Goldmine actually topped the official album, the official Icelandic album charts for I two weeks. I would listen to it. I bet, I bet it's fucking great. Oh, I bet it is. It's uh, from from April 2017. Um, He's just naming people. She's a fucking slut, slut and she's slut. a stupid bitch. Um, the album had two singles, one called Thank You Baby and one called Goldmine. Currently, however, I looked into it. Her official website appears to have run out of its lease. Uh-oh. And Sylvia hasn't been heard from for some time. She However, alive? I'm sure her cries of fuck you, you slut, can still be heard <laughs> echoing down the halls of Eurovision history. <laughs> <laughs> and so we close the book <laughs> on Sylvia Knight. No, I want to know what because what's happened Eurovision. to her. I mean, we need to find out where is she. I hope Sylvia. she's okay. I mean, she sounds awful. But at the same time, hilarious. So I do I hope she's okay. I hope she's all right. And I, I hope that she's um, still being wonderfully bonkers, but not calling people sluts anymore. I know, I know. She went, That's the one thing she could just she stop doing. That would be great. It was a really good story, though. We're halfway through our bottle of red, which is perfectly timed. Okay, so that's fine, then. Our bottle of fine... So that's how that's our sun time oh, of the is podcast, it? is oh, when okay. the wine's gone. We just stop. Regardless <laughs> of where in the story <laughs> we, we're at. Leave the room, leave it recording. Mic's down, over. We're, we're switching off. Uh, so, um, yeah, so I, I loved that. It was immediately when I heard that that audio clip. And that letter as well. I found that, that letter, letter is great. The fact you have, it looks like the actual it letter. It looks like the actual like letter. Like there's the addresses at the bottom I'll tell you what, I'll, I'm going to put, so I'm gonna put that on our Instagram. <laughs> that, we've, that we've definitely created. Eu, Eu, Euphoria <laughs> podcast. Euphoria cast. What, what's the, is it not at, it's not at anything. You, no, at you Euphoria put, cast. No, you don't do an at on Instagram. Oh, that's our Twitter. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, that's our Twitter as well. We've got all this stuff and more. All the, oh, I don't want to slice. I'm going to slice the podcast. <laughs> you're, oh, you're not making oh, friends. I was like, all the other Eurovision podcasts I looked for, I was like, they've got crap names. <laughs> we love Ours Eurovision. Ours is called Euphoria. It's really clever on like two levels. <laughs> It's uh, not, it's do you level. want to tell your story? Oh my god, yeah, I do. I'm so excited because I feel like that was quite a. a, a that was really a fun, sm- but it was like a small scale thing. It was a a, a woman with her journey through Eurovision. I I, <laughs> I get the idea that yours is a larger scale thing, and I really I sound like oh, I know yeah. what I know what is coming. Oh, out it though. is. Okay, it is. <laughs> the title of mine is. Israel in the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, it's this always is a... the history, <laughs> history of Israel, of Israel? in kidding? the Eurovision Song Contest. I feel like you. I feel like you've wiped off a lot of potential episodes. <laughs> no, I've culminated a few. Like I've been, you'll see actually you that I've been very good. I think I'm going to have to as we go through our bottle of wine, just slowly turn you. Because <laughs> I'm going to get far too close to the microphone and no, just, shout. I mean, loud. That's fine. Okay, that's all right. Don't feel okay. like you have to be quiet. I never do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so Israel, as we all know, is a country that are, um, they're not, they're not too far away from controversy Mm. most of the Mm. time. I think like that's fair to say. They bloody love to get political. Yes, they're a political Um, country. And that does not change when Mm. it comes to Eurovision Song Contest. Mm. They are, um, without doubt, probably one of my favorites in terms of consistently being a bit bonkers with with what they do or for just like causing controversy so start some basic stats okay israel yeah uh they've participated in the eurovision song contest 39 times oh, wow. since making their uh the debut in 1973 mm. and they have won the contest three times okay 
Um, so Israel, as I mentioned, they're one of the countries that most years you'll hear someone go, why Israel in a Eurovision Song Contest? Eurovision. <laughs> I think that's going to die down. Yeah. Like it has been dying down well, over Australia the years. And now, really. bloody Australia <laughs> Which is, you're one of the people that's like, why Australia? I know, I hate <laughs> Australia. I'm a, I'm a, I hate Australia. I'm allowed to say that because okay. I love Australians. Okay. Like three of them. But like specific to me, <laughs> I like a lot. But okay. um, oh, no, I, yeah, I went about that kind of stuff. No. But Israel, I mean, there's a they pay, they pay, they pay to be there. Yeah. Like they're part of the EBU, which is the uh, European Broadcasting yeah. Union. So if we say EBU, that's what that means. Um, and if I say IBA, that's Israeli Broadcasting Association. Are we going to be doing both a lot of, of that? these terms? We're going to be using a lot. Okay. 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 Um, but people kick off about this all the time, including, uh, so when I was Googling this, because I thought, oh God, people always went about Israel being involved. I actually found a um, change.org petition titled, <laughs> Israel is an apartheid state, kick it out of the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> because get, the two things, I mean, obviously match up, get your, right? Get your priorities right. right. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. If you've got problems state. with human rights, hey. like abuses. Hey. Maybe don't focus on the Eurovision Song Contest. The one happy thing that we have in our lives in every really fucked up country. <laughs> hey, look, do your apartheid as long as you don't rub it in my face during the Eurovision <laughs> Song Contest. That's fine. Just keep it over there. The keep it out of the way. Um, if you, in, in case you wanted to know, that change.org um, petition needed 100 signatures. This was two years ago. 100? <laughs> it got 68. Oh, didn't close. Quite, didn't quite make close. it. Close. Just a smidge away. Never mind. That was... Oh. Um, Israel just participated in the Eurovision Song Contest causes problems. So because of their participation, many uh, Arab states uh, that are eligible to participate decide not to do so. So Tunisia, Morocco and Lebanon... Um, oh my God. Being cases in point, they could they participate in the. Co- they don't want to. Imagine the music because of Israel. Wow. Because of Israel, yeah. Tunisia was about to participate in 1977, but decided not to do so in the end. And Lebanon was about to participate in 2005 when it withdrew, which incurred a fine by the <laughs> oh, EBU geez. because they pulled out too late. Lebanon. Um, because Lebanese law does not allow recognition of Israel, and oh consequently, Lebanese television would not transmit any Israel material, which. Again, if you don't know about Eurovision, if you sign up to be part of Eurovision as a country, as a state representing, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna show it on TV. One of the rules is you have to show every single country that participates. You cannot pick and choose which songs you show and which ones you don't. Oh so it's God. like a big deal. So people don't enter the competition because Israel are part of it, which is crazy. This is how important Eurovision is. Oh like God, this is how big a deal it's like, is. It's a huge thing. Um, okay, so. Israel's earliest selections into the Eurovision Song Contest mm. were picked by the Israel Broadcasting Authority. Oh, I said association. I meant authority. E-B-A. IBA. IBA, sorry. And the first singer to represent the country in 1973 was Ilanit, who finished fourth. Mm. Criticism increased after she oh. was sent again four years later, where she only came 11. Boo. Um, leading to a dance. rule that the winner of the already established, I really like this, Hebrew Song and Chorus Festival Ooh. would represent Israel at Eurovision each year. Well, that sounds fair. So you win that competition, yeah. you get to do the other yeah. competition. That sounds That's quite nice, good. Fair, and a, festi- and a winner of a festival. Festival, a song and chorus well, that festival. That sounds great. Delightful, yeah. very nice. Sounds great. 
Uh, the Eurovision Song Contest winners of 90, 1978 and 1979 were selected by this method before it went back to being chosen by the ABIBA, mm. which I, after looking into this, was a bad decision because 1978 and 1979 saw two consecutive wins from Israel. Is that the, the IBA choosing that? Uh, did I get that wrong? No. Song and Chorus Festival. Oh, the Song and Chorus Festival. So when they used that, consecutive winners. two consecutive winners, oh, and the... they went back to the IBA. Mm-hmm. Israel have not yeah. done as well since then. That's what comes from letting men in a room in suits decide. Oh, Raymond's such so... a feminist. <laughs> He's such a feminist, guys. <laughs> oh, let women have the decisions. Just let them decide. Why? Because it was a chorus festival. Was there women? No, the decided? no. I'm so, no. I'm not saying the women. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, I'm IBA. making an assumption that the, the IBA. IBA is a group of men in the seventies. I mean, in the seventies, it was a group of men in suits. Okay, in. so first winner, 1978, was Izhar Cohen and the Alpha Beta with the song Abani B. This is, I and mean, this is a great song. You would know the song okay. if I played it. I'm not as technologically advanced as <laughs> I've Roland. Got so Roland prepped things, I've got things, things with like Apple in. products and I have not. <laughs> if you can Google it anyway, it's called Albany B. And it's really, it's quite a famous um, Eurovision track because it's a very, it's an up-tempo disco number. Mm. I love it. I know it very well as a Eurovision fan. Um, I didn't know what it was about. <laughs> it's about the way in which children relate to love. Wow. And the song uses the bet language, which is a children's language game where each syllable of the word is repeated with a bet replacing the consonant. Is that like pig Latin? That's what I can suss out. Can okay. you do pig Latin? So, th- no, I can't. Okay. I never understood it at school. Are you going to do the Israeli it. version of pig Latin? Yes. No, you're not. Yes. In, in yeah, he- I'm going to say this now in Hebrew. So, thus, the Hebrew, Ani Ohev Otak, which means I love you, becomes... Abanibi, Obehobev, Obatabak. And they won with that? They won. It's amazing. It's great. It goes like Abanibi. Oh no, wait. How does it go again? <laughs> go on. Because we won't get seen. Abanibi, Obehev. Abanibi, Obehev, Obatabak. That's really good. Thank you. That's good. I've practiced that many times. <laughs> I'm really oh dear. Um, and there is a parody version of it you can find on YouTube before, because the sound, because of how they sing it, it sounds like they're saying, um, I want to be a polar bear. So I haven't cool. done very well in Hebrew, nice. but that's very cute. Oh, that's cute. Yes. Um, so this was uh, Israel's first Eurovision win, which meant that under the rules of Eurovision Song Contest, that they would host the following year's contest, yeah. marking it the first time that the Eurovision Song Contest would take place outside, outside. geographical Europe. Wow. First controversy. Yeah. Uh, well, no, it actually was that the first controversy. Australia nearly That's won last year. That's second controversy already. Australia nearly won. I'd Can have, you imagine? You saw how livid I was. This when they were like happen. When they were close to winning. You'd I'd, be done. I'd be done with it. I wouldn't watch it anymore. Yeah. No, you fucking would. Of course you would. Of course I would. I love it. <laughs> Um, So according to author and historian John Kennedy O'Connor, broadcasters in many of the non-participating Arab countries in North Africa and Asia who had been transmitting the contest cut the broadcast when it was clear Israel was going to win. Oh, Jordanian. Could you say Jordanian or Jordanian? I would say Jordanian, but I've got no idea. Jordanian television cut the broadcast and instead showed pictures of flowers. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. This is the one that I heard. If you're watching that on TV, you're going, I suppose it's just flowers now. Just watching flowers now, that's what we're doing. It's the 70s. That makes sense. They often put flowers on TV, I, I mean, think. I think 
obviously watching the original contest, but now we're watching Flowers. That's fine. That's okay. Totally all right. <laughs> um, they also, the Jordanian news media afterwards, refused to acknowledge that Israel had won and announced that the winner was Belgium, who'd come second. You can't do that. You, you can't, can't get away with that. You can't just be like, oh, I yeah. I suppose you could get away with that in the 70s. I mean, they did. You just you go, don't have oh, the, right. You don't have the internet. Can't do that now with Twitter. No. No, you can't. But that, God, like, I guess a whole country... Just thought Belgium just had won. Belgium won. <laughs> And then saw flowers for a bit. I guess they just went... It's just flowers in I, Belgium now. I suppose they were just doing something so with the broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, weirdly, by coincidence, Israel also did not broadcast the victory, as the Israeli Broadcasting Association did not buy enough broadcasting no. time. So the victory had to be broadcast the next day instead. Oh, God. Wow. Um, okay. So that was their first win, Amazing. 1978. And it's, yeah, it's a banging track. Recommend looking it up. Pig Is our Cohen and the Alpha Beta, Albany B. Good work. Great. Congratulations. So the next year, obviously, uh, on home ground in Jerusalem, yeah. the following year, Israel won again. Fuck. This time with the anthemic Hallelujah, oh. performed by Gali Atari and Milk and Honey. They love long named bands. Milk and Honey? Gali Atari and Milk and Honey. Oh. Mm. Mm. Um, Hi, Milk but- and Honey. <laughs> After winning the contest in 1978 and 1979, the IBA was financially and logistically unable to organise the event for the second consecutive year. Uh, So the organisation of the festival was subsequently handed over to the Netherlands, who agreed to stage it. But there was so much faffing around because they had to work out, can we afford it? And we can't, oh God, okay. The Netherlands had to just choose a date. Uh. The only date they could do ended up (laughs) coinciding with Israeli Memorial Day. (gasps) So the country couldn't even... Can't, uh, can't even enter. They can't can enter the competition, which made Israel the only country to date um, that was unable to defend its title and meant that the winner oh, of the God. 1980 Hebrew Song and Chorus Festival, a band called the Brothers and Sisters, <laughs> no. did not get to take part. Oh, so much potential. They had, like come from They could have been the biggest band in the world. They could have been the next ABBA. They could have been the Beatles. Could have been the Beatles, and they didn't get their chance. <laughs> oh, God. Poor Brothers and Sisters. Uh, yeah, how's Never heard that? from again. Never mind. Never mind. Um, <laughs> moving We've on. moved on. So the countries, um, the songs are right. Apparently, it's become like this. It's huge yeah, in um, means a lot. Uh, Jewish the Jewish community, like okay. it was, and it was very. It was. I'm being very flippant about it, but it was also <laughs> performed at the end of the Eurovision Song Contest in 1999. Oh, that's by nice. All of the contestants as a tribute to the victims of the mm. wars, the Balkans. Oh, uh, that the Balk. Balkans. Not the... Not the Balkans. Falcons. Falcons. So the country's best results then in the 1980s were the second place finishes in 1982 and 1983, which for me shows that Israel in the late 70s and early 80s... Absolutely nailing it. Really good at music. Yeah. Really good. I feel like I should go back. Two wins, then two second places in the space of what... Six years and so politicized. Like you would think that, like the amount of like political voting that goes on now, you would think that they would. Everyone loved ev- Israel. Everyone would be like, "No, nah, they're not allowed in." Ooh. But then they came second anyway. But their third victory didn't come until almost twenty years after their first one. Ooh. Um, in Birmingham, hey! of all places, hey! in nineteen ninety eight, we sing a Dana International. Dana took top honors with the song. I remember. Diva. I remember. Uh, this was the first. This was the first time. Is this time you first loved a woman? <clears throat> no, this was the first time I had a conversation. This is the first time I loved a woman. I had a conversation with my dad about this. <laughs> In what sense? About who Dana is. Aww. About like Dana used to be yeah. a man and Dana's so this was, now a woman. This, was, this is the next controversy that I'm not going to go into big details on because no. I think Dana 
is such an icon yeah. that she deserves her own podcast oh, for this. okay, yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, going to go into yeah, a big history of Dana. Yeah, no. But that was she, the next, yeah, um, yeah. the next controversy, I'll talk, obviously. I'll was talk that, about my conversation with my dad in that episode. Talk about the next one. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's all I'm going to say about Dana. Okay. Um, but apart from its victories, Israel quite regularly <laughs> gets into... Hot water? Yeah. Sticky situations? Mixed reception. <clears throat> yeah. At the contests yeah. on a regular place. So I've chosen some of the best ones I found. Um, starting with in 1987, mm. um, Israel finished eighth with um, a song called, sorry if I pronounced this wrong, Shir Habatlanim, which translates as the Bums song <laughs> and was sang by the satiric duo Lazy Bums. I, there's a, such a, there's such a, there's always a place for satirical songs. In, I mean, Sylvia There's always a place for political, and I feel like satirical she, she Israeli songs. Far. Yeah. They love getting they satirical. They love satire. They love, they love they a bit They love satire in Israel. Oh, satire. Um, so the act consisted of two comedians, Nathan Datner and Avi Kushnir, uh, dressed in black suits. They look like um, basically they look like the Blues Brothers mm. with their sunglasses on their head, but without hats. I think they don't okay. have hats on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just the two of them on stage with microphones like next to each other, very Blues Brothers esque, mm. singing this ridiculous song, and then halfway through they they just start doing this ridiculous again, Bum. very Blues Brothers dance. Okay, okay. very Blues Brothers dance. Okay. like it's great it's comedy gold like i love it i, I had no idea they're singing they're, they're what singing they Hebrew, so i had no idea um so the song is this was the next bit mm, sorry. Uh, the lyrics <laughs> describe the daily routine of an idle loafer evidently unemployed he wakes up in the morning at 10 a.m can't see the sun because of the shutters and then there's a block of buildings in front of his view it's all very weird mm. it, to me even the translation into english it's a bit of a nonsense <sighs> song tough, but the performance yeah. is more fun than the actual song yeah the verses are interspersed with a repetition of the nonsense words hoopa hole, hoopa hoopa hole. Okay, good. Okay. Good. I feel like that was a good rendition. Right. <laughs> it was the first time that a satirical comic act had been selected to represent Israel, oh. and this raised the ire of the Minister of Culture. Oh, God. Uh, the, mini- the minister Yitzhak Navon who threatened mm. his res- resignation oh. if the song represented Israel on the night of the contest. <laughs> and it did. Uh, it did, and he didn't quit. Oh, come on. <laughs> Stick to your words. It's another politician Stick. who says yeah. one thing and, <laughs> and then doesn't another. Uh, um, yeah, he didn't quit, but he kicked up a stink about it. He it wasn't happy. God. Um, since then, I mean, it's a pretty crap song, but two cover versions have been made of the song. No. One in 1988 <laughs> is a Swedish cover version, and there's a 1996 the Brazilian Portuguese no. cover oh, version. Is it? Wow. The bum They, they love the hoopa hole bit. That's the bit. They're What's all, the name of all the, the All the re- So it's called... The Bum Song. The Bums... What's it called? The Bum Lay- Song. The Bum Song, yeah. The Bum Song. But their versions are called Hoopa Hoole. Uh, well, it's, I think it's, it's like... like the Hoopa Hoopa yeah, It's Hoole any song thing. that has like a... Ooh, hey, any mm. nonsense words. People love it. It's not a great song. But well okay. done then. Well done then. Like, they, I really like the outfits. Satire. I love the Blues Brothers Satire. thing. It's great. Love Next. Satire. In 2000... Uh, pop quartet Ping Pong represented Israel in the Eurovision Song Contest with the mm. song, and again, this is Hebrew, I don't speak Hebrew. <laughs> We're going to have uh, this trouble a lot. Samiak, which is Hebrew for happy, so I'm just going to call it happy okay. from now on. Yeah. Mm, but the group was made up of journalists uh, who <laughs> entered the contest as a joke. <laughs> oh no oh, oh no we're now. now in the Eurovision Song Contest <laughs> I can see you and I both doing that at some point in the next couple of years if I could sing I oh would no do that. we're in Eurovision that's like the shit <laughs> as we've already heard yeah. this podcast um, okay so Israel and Syria 
were officially uh, at war during the contest. Okay. And Ping Pong decided to wave Syrian flags during rehearsals Ooh, wow. in a bid for peace. Okay. In a bid for peace. Angry at this, and that Ping Pong had performed suggestive acts with cucumbers, Ooh, Israeli politicians <laughs> demanded they be banned for uh, not representing national values. And the IBA disowned the group. Uh, and when they weren't banned from the contest, the IBA then said, right, that's fine, but you have to cover all your expenses to go oh, to Stockholm. No. <laughs> and they're journalists as well. Journalists don't have that much money. Journalists really... Uh, they don't have the money to this is, um, So this is some fun, I found some fun quotes. So, so said Gil Samsonov, the chairman of the Israeli Broadcasting Authority, they will compete there, but not on the behalf of the Israeli Broadcasting <laughs> oh. Authority or the Israeli people. They well, are they, only representing themselves. But the Israeli people voted them, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, but yeah, they not, beat like 83 not. other... <laughs> 83! It was like a ridiculous amount of How people they, they beat off. We have they four. They beat off. And one of them... <laughs> Maybe we don't know. We don't know how they. They beat there. in the competition. Yeah, no, they, they were voted. Yeah. We have six people, and and often that person, the, one of the six, is Jordan. So that's. <laughs> They're doing really well. But eighty-three. Yeah. It was something ridiculous Some like that. Yeah. Must have been shit. Okay. Um. As soon as we got off the stage, the faxes started coming from Israel saying not to appear with the Israeli and Syrian flags. Said Aiton Fox, the band's artistic director, mm. who choreographed the offending performance. We represent a new kind of Israel who wants to be normal and have peace. We want to have fun and not go to war. But the right wing are not happy about that message. Mm. So they're being political. They're having yeah. a stance. They're being you know, political like against Aiden, their own country as well. Ping pong, go for it. You yeah. go for it, guys. Yeah. However, he admitted that the peace message was partly obscured in the video. You can call it a subtext, maybe, <laughs> said Aiden. <laughs> the song is about an Israeli woman in a, on a kibbutz who is having a torrid affair with a Damascus man Ooh. who appears in a traditional headdress. Mm. This is in the video. During his long absences, uh, whilst the countries are in a state of cold war, his bored lover whiles away the time by singing I want, I want into a cucumber. Oh, jeez. Maybe that political message yeah. is getting lost along the way. <laughs> uh, the video also shows two male members of ping pong kissing. The suggested scene is outraged religious leaders when the video came out. Seems like they're sort of leaping on the political message and just sort of doing fuck messages. <laughs> yeah. It's political, but also... It's political, but I it's like cucumber. when bloody... Um, what were they called? Them Russian... Nannies? Not, not lesbians. Oh, tattoo. Is that really bad? Were they actually lesbians? They weren't. Were they, they weren't. They were fake lesbians. Yeah, exactly. They were fake lesbians. But they kissed. They said well, that exactly. they would... That's like, oh, that's no, political. they didn't kiss. They like... said that they would kiss if they won. And, yeah, and they, didn't. they didn't win. And they didn't kiss. Did they win? But it's that same thing. They no, they win. didn't win. Oh, they didn't win. Like, but it's that same thing of, oh, we're going to be political because we're going to have two people of the same gender oh, doing a yeah. snog. It's like, well, ugh. I mean, yeah, that is, but no, some it's countries. not. Like, actually do it properly then. Have some proper gays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want to have proper gays and do proper, have a proper stuff, gay. like have a proper gay. Yeah. Just don't, don't have like a, <laughs> I mean, it's, it just, I, I'm not fully on board with like, I think they were being... Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, But I mean, they riled people up, which is always fun. The band was the favourite of the Enemy magazine for winning the contest, but failed. The flags did make a comeback in the final, but they only received seven points overall, coming 22nd in the competition. Bad times. What year was that? Do we know? 2000. 2000, okay. Yeah. Okay, 2000. Um, 
Isabel, I managed to go a whole five years without having anything really big that I found okay. that was controversial. But they, okay, they still entered, but they just did a sort of, you know, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then in 2007, uh, they had the entry Push the Button by mm. the group T-Packs, mm. uh, which makes reference to Palestinian suicide bombs and was oh. therefore proposed banned by a Finnish official yeah. to the competition. Yeah. Suicide uh, bombing is generally not a good thing to like it's not and, and like Eurovision is like a big party it's not we then. said that about Ukraine this year when we were like one of the lyrics is everybody dies <laughs> we were sat there going okay lighten when, up before, like beforehand we were going oh my god it's so depressing but when but it's, it came it's on we were all oh my god, standing we were on the feet dancing was, crying yeah, obviously the winner yeah. of everything it was amazing ever, yeah ever, it's when it's the context America. of the song so we don't know the song about but suicide bombers might be re- no we can't no it's crap I've listened to it it's <laughs> okay. rubbish it's so, oh, so it's shit and has bad it's theory, terrible so. okay no, right. so um, lead singer Kobe Oz begins by singing in, in English so it, had, it was sung in hing- English Hebrew and French okay um, over a, a steady accordion beat that's, see that's covering I feel like that's covering too many bases you're going I'm gonna far like, too much yeah. already accordions yeah. and three you're trying languages. to please too many people he raps and sings oh no See, hey, literally Rapping never does he's well he's trying to do everything it's far too much um, so some of the lyrics from this are the world is full of terror if someone makes an error he's gonna blow us up to biddy biddy kingdom come oh God. there are some crazy rulers they hide uh, and try to fool us with demonic technologic willingness to harm then he repeats, they're going to push the button, push the button, oh push the button. They're going to push the button. And I don't want to die. I want to see the flowers boom. No, sorry. Bloom. I want to see the flowers bloom. Don't want to go kaput, kaboom. Oh, come on. It goes on yeah, like this. I mean, I even got the, all the little stuff on the, taste, on the, you can't on the interweb. The politically tr- uh, charged lyrical content, though, caused controversy mm. yet again, because it's Israel. Um, some suggested that the song is a reflection of the anxiety of the of some Israelis about the threat of nuclear war with Iran. This interpretation assumes that the lyrics, he's going to push the button, refers to the Iranian president, Ahmadinejad. Mm. Uh, although this was strongly denied by the group. But that, I would say, is because yet another rule of Eurovision is that nothing can be too political. political. Yeah. So if you have a song that is too political, you won't get through. Was so there's the whole, like the Ukraine song, I always forget year. what it's called. You know, the dancing, that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Some of the lyrics in that sound like they're saying... Russia goodbye mm. but they're actually saying something completely different um, leading the calls for a ban was uh, someone from the Finnish Broadcasting Corporation um, however the Eurovision Broadcasting Union approved the entry oh. it did not fare well because it's a crap song yeah. finishing in 24th place oh, I mean, out of a semi-final field of 28 oh. and failing to reach the final oh. as of 2014 Israel has the record for most participations in the contest without oh. ever coming last. Uh. But it has failed to reach the final six times. And in 2014, the country failed to qualify for its fourth consecutive year, which is very hard. It's like Marmite, isn't it? Miss. They it's do they sad. do either a big hit or a big miss. They do something fantastic or it's crap. Mm. The last two years they have got through though. So in uh, 2015, they had 16-year-old Nadav, I can't say his surname, Gudj. G-U-E-D-J. Yeah, fine. Gwedge. Fine. Um, he was described as the Israeli Justin Timberlake. Ooh, hello. Hello. Uh, and he qualified with Golden Boy, the first Israeli song without a Hebrew lyric. Oh. Um, great song. 
video has amazing dancing. Amazing. There's some brilliant, like they do these Crying. like arms thing. Loving his radio, Justin Timberlake. He's definitely not 16. <laughs> like that's the one thing I'll say. You watch it. If someone told me he was 35, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, fine. He is covered in tattoos. But there's no... He's 16. And he... they're like, oh, he's still studying for his exams. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> he is 30. Easily. Hey, you can still be 30 and start your exam. You just skip a few years. But they say he is 16. <laughs> Such crap. Um, that came ninth. Okay. Well, so, you know, they're doing a lot better we than can't, not getting through. For like well, and also we can't, we can't talk about being nice. Um, and then 2016, Hobie Stars. That was this year. Oh, yeah. Oh. Sang Made of Stars. Which Israel's own Sam Smith. Did not like. No, you didn't. Did you? Yes, that's what I wrote. No, I wrote. He's a mix between Sam Smith and Evanescence. Oh yeah, he is. is. Yeah, he is. Came fourteenth, which I feel is higher than he should have come. Oh, I feel like loads of people loved it. I hated it. I feel like it was. It was really wet. He he must have been disappointed with fourteenth. I mean, he he disappointed he didn't win, but I think it feel like he had a lot of uh, uh, build up around him. You hate him. Don't give a shit. Okay. Don't care. All right. Okay. No, I do care. I don't want him to be sad. I hope he's okay. <laughs> Hi, Hobie. Hi, Hobie. Um, yeah, no, that and that's it. The only other bit that I had about Israel, which I thought was fun, was that um, I found um, that over the years, the country that has given Israel the most points. Oh, interesting. So France. Ooh. In their top five, France, Finland, Germany, big. Yeah. Love Israel. Other way round, though. Least points. Who, no, no, no. Oh. Who Israel give the most points to? Bloody love the UK, no, don't they? No, no. Seriously. I don't think we give them enough love. They gave us, they the are The most points biggest... given in the grand finals is to the UK. They've given From us Israel. the most points. No. No, no, no. Like in terms of who Israel have ever given the yeah. most points, UK. Yeah. So uh, this well, is going to be a bit of a shout out now to anyone who does watch Israel. and votes in the original song contest. Let's just say thanks. Give them a bit of thanks. Just vote for them. Give them a bit of Bloody thanks. Bloody vote for them, guys. You, you need to listen they're to that hilarious. from last year. You hated them last year. Not yeah, because they're Israel. You just hated him, I think. I don't know. You Not him. Just the song was crap. Well, I feel like I know a lot more about Israel. I feel like I know it's a lot a, more it's about... A fun place. Oh, my God. Fun, but controversial. Controversial <laughs> country. Have you been there? No. <laughs> George, um, our friend George goes all the time, doesn't he? I've been there for Have three you? days. For work? Filmed a documentary over there. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. That's what we're going to do. He just like films documentaries. On Israeli street arts. Mm, right, so know. we're, <laughs> we're um, finishing our bottle of wine. I'm quite drunk. Yeah. I feel like that's how dinner. this podcast has to happen. So, so now we're, settling in. we're going to listen to Roland's attempt mm-hmm. at... So... A Eurovision song entry. So the idea is, so this. the idea is, and I'm, hey, I'm worried, I'm worried because I do think this one is quite good. And and it's a sketch, right? And I'm not saying I'm a good singer. I'm okay. I'm, a, I'm an okay singer. I mean, he but is, this is he's a good singer. <laughs> no, no, no. He's I'm not saying that. This is a sketch. And, and so what's going to happen is I'm going to play the song and Isabel is going to judge. And Isabel, I think you need to give, I think the votes have to be from nil point to 12. Do's. Yeah. So uh, Isabel's going to give it a rating. We're going to talk a little bit about my my sort of, you know. Okay. Does think, this have a title? It. it has a title. It doesn't have a band name. I okay, feel like we can come up with a band, band name, name together. Um, the title of this song is United We Dance, Divided We Fall. <laughs> <laughs> That's a winner already. Uh, no, That's going right? to win. Okay. Are you ready? Can we also put a shout out? 
For anyone that went to the um, Joe and Jake Eurovision <laughs> Christmas party <laughs> on November the 13th in Stockport. Oh, God, get in um, touch. Please do get in touch and tell us how it went because... Was it the real... I am livid <laughs> that we did not know this was happening was it the and real did not go along. Katrina? And was it the real It's Scooch? Katrina, it's... Uh, it's Scooch, it's <laughs> Joe and Jake of this year's fame. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm heartbroken. So if you do live in Stockport or the surrounding area and you went to the Eurovision Christmas party in mid-November, please do let us know. <laughs> it's so early for a Christmas party. Please let us know how that Katrina's, went. Katrina's busy for the rest of the year, isn't she? EuroforiaPodcast.gmail.com oh, Yeah, that's, yeah, we're, okay. We have that. I've, <laughs> we have that. Uh, I'm ready. Are you ready? So this is, this is United We Dance, Divided We Fall. She said it takes two to tango, but a million to make love. What's the point in hating if we dance like stars above? So now's the time to organize, step in line and feel the beat. So bring it up, bring it up, bring it up and feel the heat. United we dance, divided we fall. We won't stand for hatred, no fighting at all. So please hear my answer, my one final call. Cause united we Disco, we've waltzed through the bars The way we let our hips go Raised us higher than the stars We've come together I'm dancing I'm, I'm Let's come together We'll foxtrot over hatred We'll breakdance over war We'll wow them with our dance moves Till they can't fight anymore We've come together Let's come together United we dance, divided we fall We won't stand for hatred, no fighting at all So please hear my answer, my one final call Cause united we dance, divided we fall Already. You know the lyrics already. Is it? Does it fit with your vision? Um, no. So this is a sketch. So it's it shorter. It's short. I mean, it's short. It's, I think it's a minute. And a half. She said it takes oh, two minutes. Oh, no, no, no. Just no. repeat. It just loops forever. Okay, as long as it doesn't go over three minutes. So it's a time. sketch. So there's another verse. I'm sure to add. There's more. You know, there's dance moves. There's I'm fully involved stage. in that. So uh, it's United We Dance Survive before. My thought. My thinking behind it is obviously we're leaving Europe. <laughs> So this is for the UK. I think so. I think so. Or no, it's for for anyone just saying. I you mean, know. it's not something the UK would normally do. No, no. and I feel like it's Sweden mm. or someone ridiculous would get away with or it. Or someone better than sort of. Or that we just went for it and we're like, yeah, well, we're gonna go silly now because we're fucked. What are you saying, silly? This is a serious message. <laughs> I'm saying that we're better together. Of course we are. United we dance, divided we fall. Uh, Oh, I'm gonna get sad about Brexit now. Oh no! <laughs> Don't. No, it's not. I feel like I feel like this is Bolivia or uh, somewhere else that is just like a shout out. I feel like this could be Israel. Could, do you think? Yeah. Talking, just talking about like United We Dance, Divided We Fall. Yeah. Um, we need to come up with a name. I feel like a play on like Soldiers of Love or. Uh, is that a thing already? I think they're actually a thing. Oh, God. I met a Swedish <laughs> pop awful. star on a plane back from um, 
Yeah, he said, LA he, he said he was a Swedish pop star. And he, and he was. It's called Stefan Storm. <laughs> oh, Stefan Storm. I think I remember you telling about Stefan Storm. I think well, Maybe I've just there. made that up as well. Oh. Well, so, all right. I, th- I feel like we've um, gone off the point here. I feel like we're, the attention's not on me right now. And I feel like the whole point of the song <laughs> is that the attention's on me. Sound of Arrows. Sound of, that's nothing They're to do with Sound love. of Arrows. They uh, had the word arrows. What about like the, the march of the march of love or the, like love... Love march. march. Love march. So I'm, Okay, so love march. I love march, yeah. This is, this so you can see, march. this is love march. This, this is United We Dance, Divided We Fall by Love March. <laughs> what would you give that? So let's think Re- realistically. Let's say let's say by the uh, we've paid money. We've been the biggest contributor, you and I, to the Eurovision Song Contest. We got through to the final, yeah. and you, Isabel, are a country. Okay. And all of the people inside you are voting. Okay. What would you give that out of twelve? I would. I'd give that G's points. Ten. Yeah. That's not bad. That's good. That's not bad. It's fun. I was dancing straight yeah. away. Yeah, I well, knew yeah. the lyrics. Yeah. By the second chorus, I could sing along, which the, is what I always want from a, uh, from a Eurovision song. The laugh bit's a bit weird, isn't it? Laugh's creepy, I'll be yeah. honest. Yeah. I, I kind of... I, I did a... I, I but, hate... fun. Who's, but it depends who's doing the laughing. What does the person me. look like? It's me. But it's actually you <laughs> representing us in every... Uh, it no, looks like you. No, I'm a writer. I don't have exactly. the... That's again, I don't have the talent of the singers, yeah. but I'm the backstage. I'm the um, backstage talent. No, I feel like you can still pull that off. <clears throat> Deep. I've got, yeah, I'm going for 10. Wow, okay. We, we really are like absolutely going to have worse points than that. Yes, we are. <laughs> Probably next them. week. God damn, it's hard to I write a song a week. really bad ones. Uh, all right, well, on that note, Isabel, I think we should uh, call this to an end. It's been, it's been fun. Mm. So get in touch with us at Euphoria Cast. At gmail.com? We're I gonna think we should, we're going to try and just get euphoria. Okay. Yeah, okay. And you we'll, have to listen to the second podcast <laughs> to know which email address. And you know we what? Have. We'll get both. So we, can, we haven't okay. prepared for it. Uh, so if we've said anything wrong, if we've offended you, no. or your race, or really, no, we have to say this. Any other business? Any, any, any other business? Any other business? Any other business? No, if we've done email. anything that we need to, or if you know more about any of our stories, yeah. Or you know something extra interesting that you can tell us? Please do get in touch. Yeah. And tell us, and then we will talk about. If it. you've got any songs, please do get in touch because if you have a we song would. That you've written, I would fucking appreciate that because it I. Means I, I do all the songs. Every week. I'm gonna do all of them. Because listen to that voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on all the social medias. <laughs> Not quite yet, but, but we, we will, will be. be by the time you listen to this. And as we say, with every sign off. <laughs> You, 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 you're, you're a, a vision. Vision. <laughs>